1: Welcome back. Well, after the show today, the province will update plans for reopening across the province. A lot of people were expecting Stage 2 to take effect here in Toronto on Friday, but according to a published report, some of the greater Toronto area won't move into Stage 2 economic recovery until Friday, June 26th. It says that as of this Friday, most of Southern Ontario will join Stage 2, but if you live in Toronto, Peel, or Windsor-Essex, Stage 1 stays. So, and this Friday, of course, Stage 2 began in areas outside of the GTHA and the Golden Horseshoe. So, uh, what did you think? Did you go anywhere that was reopened? I heard about hairdressers uh, getting clients from all over, you know, getting 70 people coming to get their haircut in one day and is that the idea that uh, if we're not open we just go somewhere else 416 toll free one 866 740 and right now we go to ryan malo who is the director of provincial affairs at the canadian federation of independent business and john taylor the mayor of newmarket Wel- welcome and thanks so much for being with us
2: Good afternoon. Great. Thanks for being here.
1: Okay. Well, let's start with Mayor Taylor. Um, where do you stand with this, and what does it mean for you that you're likely to reopen?
3: Yeah. It's, uh, every, every step in this process is, um, is complicated and, and comes with some level of anxiety, for sure, as a, as a, as a mayor, and for, for many people, for business owners, for uh, you know, other people at the hospitals, et cetera. Um, I asked our um, Medical Officer of Health... Uh, uh, just late last week in a meeting, um, if we were to be announced to be moving to phase two uh, today, um, you know, according to what his understanding is of uh, our landscape and our numbers in York region, if he would support that or he'd support, and he said he would he did he does support it and would support it. Um, and he is um, I think Dr. Kirje is an outstanding uh, public servant and a medical officer of health uh, uh, second to none. and so I, I rely heavily on his uh, his advice and his guidance. Um, but having said that, you know, the town of Newmarket always takes the approach that once we're, uh, once the uh, uh, provincial uh, directions or permission is granted in areas, we then, um, you know, take the appropriate time we need to move in those directions, ensuring that we can feel that we've put the safety measures in place, uh, we often put in signage in place. And so sometimes it takes a little longer for us to do it, but we, we decided long ago we we're going to move cautiously and carefully
1: and put health and safety first. Okay, Ryan Malo, uh, what do you think of that kind of a timetable?
2: Yeah, so I think for the the additional uh, regions that are going to be announced to be opening this Friday, we'll be quite excited. And we we did hear from the regions that opened last week that they were experiencing that uh, clientele boost from outside of the region. I heard a, a tattoo parlor a little further up north; two thirds of their clients were. Uh, we're based in Toronto. And for them, that's positive. Um, I do feel for some of the services that are in Peel and Toronto, uh, in particular, though, because if you are, for example, a hairdresser in Mississauga, and your clients can now go to Oakville, but not to you, um, to get a haircut, you're going to be in a little bit of a tight spot. So it's it's good news for those regions that can open it's going to be a little bit frustrating though for those that are still closed um, although as the mayor noted i think that the uh, province too is taking a health first approach and we do still need to uh, put the health and safety of everyone as the number one concern
1: I thought the idea was that you weren't supposed to go to the jurisdiction next door to get a a service. And and I thought that maybe businesses on the other end would be taking addresses or something like that. John, what do you think of the prospect of people coming from Toronto to Newmarket and possibly bringing with them COVID-19?
3: Yeah, you know what, I I guess I would start by saying I I respect uh, even having to make the decisions in in my municipality and and, and figuring out how to operationalize them, which is often the tricky part that I I think I I respect the province has got a tough position, trying to figure that out and trying to put a a process in place where people have to collect address. I mean, a lot of these businesses are stressed enough just trying to figure out how to operate in COVID-19. And with, you know, with an added layer of having to figure out where people are from, et cetera. I think monitoring it, looking at what's gone on first in places like Bradford and Barry. Um, you know we can watch what goes on here next, but if it's not too overwhelming, uh, there's, there's people coming you know from one community to another now visiting family, visiting friends and, and that does happen um, with a one what would look like a one week period where, uh, you know, a place like York Region will be open prior to others. I think is uh, is you know not too long of a period either. Uh, many of them will be uh, you know, places like uh, tattoo parlors and hair places. Well, will have a long list of their current clients who will I'm sure be uh, on a waiting list. So I, I think it's 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 never perfect. Um, responding to these circumstances is very difficult to find ways to make things work, but to support the business community, and that's what we're trying to do here. You know, we're racing to put in patio policies out of the blue into place to be as helpful as possible. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's, you, know uh, it, you can't always get it perfect, but I think if we all err on the side of safety, um, we, can, you know, we can make it work. And I, if I, I leave one thought, though, uh, if I can, just that I think it's incredibly important for uh, patrons, businesses, everybody to remember that as things are easing up, it doesn't mean we should ease up i mean the, the golden rule is still six feet or two meters uh and if we if we respect that there's a lot we can do to open up if we don't respect it um, we'll be looking at uh, a second wave uh, you know, in September and, and going backwards, which nobody wants to do.
1: Maybe before September. Ryan, are you hearing from your members that, again, some of them are worried that they're going to be at an even bigger disadvantage if the area next door opens before them uh, or businesses feeling that the measures are not applied equally?
2: yeah we've we've heard it on on both sides, and I think if you're you know a, a restaurant with a patio i mean the the uh the hit's not going to be that bad for you just because the region next door was able to open a week earlier. i mean you still have the the summer to look forward to the the one that we have heard a little more concern from is the hairdressers and and again, as the mayor noted, there are a lot of them that have existing clients and and already uh backlogs of people waiting to get in um but that's one of those services where as soon as everyone gets a haircut. You know they then don't need it again for one, two, three, depending on how long you grow out your hair months. Um, so the the ones in Toronto and Peel that watch their clientele slip out to a region uh, that that is open will be missing uh, some of that initial wave, and it's important for them because these were among the first businesses that were shut down um, and have been among those reporting the lowest revenues throughout COVID. So they they really do need the business.
1: Yeah, uh, John Taylor, do you get a sense of that from the businesses in Newmarket?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, I think every business and rightfully so wants to open as soon as they possibly can. And, you know, whatever wave that that you're in, it's it's a catch-22 if 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 you hold everybody up until the the jurisdictions with the most challenging COVID numbers are are deemed ready, then a lot of people are holding up for a week or two or more when every day seems important to a business that's uh, challenging and stressed uh, financial stress. Uh, so I it's a catch-22. I think this I, I think this is the right way to go. It's not perfect um, for sure, uh, um, and especially when you get to some of those boor- right along the border areas of the of the different regions or cities, it, it can you know it can be challenging for some of those businesses. But I think overall, um, this imperfect way forward is the better way forward.
1: What about the general sense? People are talking about COVID fatigue, and people are easing up. I mean, uh, Mayor Taylor just said we shouldn't. But a lot of people are, and you keep seeing pictures. Either pictures from this weekend on, on Queen Street, big crowds, not very many masks. All of that. Um, Ryan, what's your sense of that, and how it will impact business?
2: Yeah, it's it's a little bit concerning. I mean, as as much as you know, we hear every day from business owners that that do want to be open. They want to get back to they want to bring their employees back, get back to making a livelihood. What no one wants to see is a second wave force another lockdown. Um, that would be absolutely devastating for the business community. Uh, and we have seen, at the very least in the Guelph region, that their local chief medical officer of health um, did take it a step further and has made masks mandatory for customers and employees um, in all places of business. So we'll be watching as, as more regions get opened up to see if that uh, is happening a bit on the ground. Um, but I, I think the mayor's got it exactly right. As much as... We are easing restrictions and getting back to, to some sense of the new normalcy. That doesn't mean that we ourselves can ease up. We've, we've seen it in other countries, parts of the U.S., um, where the, the flare-up can happen very quickly and quite significantly, um, and that would not be good for our, our economy or our business community, let alone our public health. Um, so we do need to ensure that we remain vigilant and you know, keep wearing a mask. Things as simple as staying two meters apart, coughing in your elbow, using hand sanitizer where appropriate, um, still needs to be done.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was Côte-Saint-Luc in, in Montreal that pioneered making the masks mandatory. I talked to Mayor Patrick Brown about it. He said he finds the idea interesting, not sure he has the power. Uh, John Taylor, do you think that's an option? In Montreal, what they're doing is that it, the onus is on the business, and they're the ones that can be fined, And and the same rule exists in municipal buildings, because otherwise I don't know how you would enforce such a thing.
3: Yeah, believe it or not, I think, yeah, well, enforcement is very difficult. Uh, we, well, I mean, we are going to take the step in all likelihood um, uh, for uh, for New York Region Transit of mandatory uh, masks on transit. Uh, TTC is moving in that direction. So, um, you know, how, how to the level to which it can be enforced, it can certainly be put in place uh, through the Medical Officer of Health and, and the Health Unit, which is the region in our case. Um, i think it's something that has to be closely looked at i really do and I, i'll tell you why um and i think people need to hear this more and more there are a number of public health experts our own public uh medical officer of health raised this uh, issue and said that there's a very significant chance a very significant chance that uh in in september october november time period that there will be a second wave um that in it at best might be equal to or greater than the first wave and could be multiple two two or more times higher and there's there's uh, reports out of uh um, you know, I've got one here out of Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, I think it is, uh, that uh, that is, is the, one of the basis for those kinds of predictions. And they're not just predictions. There's a number of experts who believe strongly that a, a second wave as big is extremely likely. Right. So people need to have that in their minds when they're thinking about and businesses and everybody and, and policymakers need to have that in their mind when they're thinking about what degree we want to go to, to to make sure we stay strong and vigilant and, and protecting uh, or, or limiting the spread of covid.
1: Okay, that's uh, all the time we have for this one. Thank you so much, Ryan Malo and Mayor John Taylor. Appreciate your time.
0: Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.